combat divas Stomp your left, right, left Combat divas hey. Yo! <laughs> Yo! Welcome back to the Combat Divas Podcast. It's your girl TG. And your girl Tanisha B. And we are back, 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 back. For a special episode. For a special episode. For Mother's Day. Special. For the mothers. Gotta say it like that. Because that's that's every sermon on Sunday. For the mothers. So I just wanted to want to say I, it like that. I immediately thought about Boys to Men. Mama. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Do what it. you got to do to stay strong. Save the family. Okay. I so Big Mama. That, that was going to be my big outbreak role. Like, I could quote everything Big Mama said at that table. You point one, one finger ain't going to make no impact. You put all them fingers into a mighty fist and you can strike a mighty blow. This family has to beat that fist. Faye? And then Faye came in. Anyway. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that sounds like everybody's big mom. <laughs> hey, watch that, watch that movie on Mother's Day. That does sound like everybody's this... big mama, though. Like, that, that, that was some real, that, that was some Mother's Day stuff right there. Like, around the table sun, on the Sunday. Sunday morning that's, dinner, that's you know, they had all the nice, you know, cardiac arrest food on the table. Uh, oh, my God. Welcome right. to our trailer episode. Our special episode on today is uh, it's for the mothers. It's about Mother's Day. Mother's Day is on May the 12th. Yeah. Yeah, May the 12th uh, on Sunday. And we wanted to do a special episode celebrating uh, mothers and, I mean, working mothers. Mothers, that is a title for everybody, whether you got a regular job or not. You're yeah. a working mom. Like, mothers are constantly on call. Constantly yeah. on duty. Most mothers are a, a doctor, a nurse, a, a, a advocate, a therapist, teacher. A, a teacher. I mean, we we mothers are doing it all. I remember when I first found out I was pregnant, and the first thing I went to was how do I nurture this child? How do I? Fi- well, first of all, I was dumb when I when I first when I first got pregnant. The first thing I was asking about was, was breastfeeding. I don't know why, but it was the first thing that came to my mind. Like, oh, I have my baby in January. I got a breastfeed in the winter. You know, like I'm just thinking dumb stuff. I don't know why. <laughs> but I mean, it, it brings about like you start pulling at your heartstrings. And the, the more she grew, I remember when we got the first ultrasound to know if it was gonna be a boy or a girl. And like that was when I kind of really had that connection, like, okay, I'm gonna be a mother of a, a little person, a small little girl, and I gotta figure out how to maneuver through this and, yeah. and work. And, and provide. And when she was born, that's all I really cared about was working and providing and being the best parent I could be to raise a little girl to be a strong, independent woman. So it was so, different when I had a baby. So what would you say would be the, the most rewarding thing about being a mother? The most rewarding thing about being a mother is watching your child discover you know, just how to navigate life. You know, from a small being, you know, navigating, this is hot, this is cold, this is prickly, this is spicy, this is sweet, Just to, fine. you know, being an adult and navigating, I want to go to this college, or I want to play this sport, 
or I, I think that has to be the most rewarding thing to watch your child go from discovery as a small child to discovery as an adult and come into themselves and know, I, I, mom, I discover who I am as a person. I know what I like and what I don't like. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know what I want to do in my life. I found my purpose. I, that has to be the most rewarding thing for a parent, hands down, is to watch your child go from, you know, this is hot, this is cold, to this is what I want to do in my whole life. Wow. I think that is absolutely amazing. I think that um, when I first found out I was pregnant, I like, no, honestly, I was like, oh, oh, crap. Like, (laughs) I'm I'm like, it's just that old crap. I'm just like, okay, now it begins. Like when you first, you know, get that, that positive result on that, on that little home pregnancy test for, Mm -hmm. for some. And I was just sitting there like, it was just like a hot feeling like a, like I had a heat wave just kind of go off inside because now it's like, okay, this is, this is, this is real. It's about to get real. And then I'm like, well, it, it, maybe, maybe it's real. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the doctor and then they do the same test and then they do a blood test and they like, well, hey, well, congratulations. But you, but me, <laughs> I still felt indifferent. I'm like, okay, I'm mm-hmm. young. I was 23 when I found out I was pregnant with my son. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking like, am I ready? Mm-hmm. How do I get ready? And luckily I have the mom that I have because I'm like, just even to this day, my son is 10 now. And I'm like, what would I do without my mom? What mm. She's been that person that's just been alongside of me since since the beginning of my world. And then also mm. the beginning of my son's world, her going into grandmamahood mm. and just being that person for me. Because I'm like, man, how would I have navigated thus far? I'm pretty sure I would have just figured it out. But yeah. I'm like, am I ready? What... What can I offer to this little this little human that's growing inside of me? Right. And I'm like, I'm a soldier, I'm a student, I'm a, mm. you know, I'm all these things, but I'm like, now I'm gonna be somebody's somebody's mother. Yeah. And I remember when I found out the sex of the baby, I really wanted a girl. Oh. I really wanted a girl. And then sometimes like I feel a little bit embarrassed. That when, you know, when his father, he opened up the paper and I'm like, I know it's gonna be a girl. He opened up the paper. Like that was that was back then when it was like gender reveals it was like oh okay what is it they wrote it on the paper and <laughs> right. we just see it together boy or girl right they, they do all these uh do these different elaborate you know, gender reveals adventures now. yeah and scavenger hunts for gender reveals now but yeah. I remember him saying it was a boy and I just felt so disappointed <laughs> I, I mean I, honestly I, I was disappointed I was a little upset I mean I had mm. to get with the program like I honestly I was like okay fine well, I just want a healthy baby right yeah but I'm like I still I still wanted a girl and. That's just what how I felt, but he was pregnant too, so emotions ain't, ain't, yeah. ain't right. Yeah, but I mean, I was I was grateful for the child that I ended up giving birth to, and when he came out, I mean, I know a lot of people don't feel that connection right away, but I instantly was like, "Wow, like this is my kid. This is a human just just came out of my body. Like this is just a surreal type of feeling. It was just like, mm-hmm. I'm your mother." You know me. <laughs> like, it was super, it was weird, but it was Be like, with me. how do I just love this person that I don't even know? I just Man. met this person, but he grew inside of me. It's just a yeah. whole nother type of feeling. It, it is a whole nother type of feeling. And and I remember, but I mean, before being a mother, like, I'm I'm really goofy, you know, and just in real life, like, not just on the show. I'm a very goofy person. I just, you know, I do, I'm impulsive. And when I remember when I, when I told my friends I was pregnant, they was like, what? You? <laughs> You better grow up soon. I'm like, grow <laughs> up. Like, I'm grown. I, I I just act as a child. So, so, 
So, but I mean, having a baby grew me up. Now I'm still, I'm still goofy, no matter what. And my kid is goofy because she take after her mom. But at the same time, I felt like when, and I tell mothers this now today, I felt like when when my child was born, I I also, you know, figured out how to be a mom, mm-hmm. and it, it didn't come naturally. I think when I figured out how to be a mom is actually when she was born, and they put her little slimy self on my chest. And she literally was like, you know, like looking for milk. Like, so, like, you see this, like, little duck, like, it, it looks terrible because, like, she's struggling. Like, ah, <laughs> ah, I smell milk. Ah, no, that's not it. Ah, but it's not- where's your titty? And then, like, she finally oh finds it, like, oh, that's milk. Yeah. Oh, but isn't it I can't amazing? Get it. So it's just like the watch it, watch it. It's just like watching like a little duckling. Like, and you can't help them because, but they just was born and they figured out how to get to. But isn't that amazing? Like, get milk. They brain is just, yeah. it's just how they come out and automatically know that, to hunt for food. Yep. That did it for me. That did it for me as a mother. I'm like, oh, I mean, it got real at that very point in time. I'm like, oh my God. Like, look at this. And I was telling the docs, and it's like, yeah, we, we see it all the time. We, we deliver babies every day. But I was like, no, no. But look, look, she's smart. She found my titty right away. I mean, I, I felt like I needed the baby doctors does to be on the same page as me. Just, just act excited like me, okay? Just, just be excited for me. Like, oh my God, that's so wonderful! Isn't that amazing? Exactly. And then leave out the room and be like, we do this a thousand times a day. <laughs> right. Like, like she's look, special. Look, my baby's smart. Babies don't find titties automatically. Did you see her find my titty? Did you see it? Oh I just God. fed her from my titty. I just gave birth and fed her from my titty at the same time. Now get me up so I go to the bathroom. I have a dura. I can't feel my legs. <laughs> <laughs> that was me at the hospital. I was I was I was full of jokes. It's just what I do. I mean, I'm I have a, I have a breastfeeding a breastfeeding story to where, um, like for a lot of mothers, I'm like I know a lot of mothers didn't breastfeed, and some of them were um, unable to breastfeed. Some yeah. choose just some just choose not to. Not right. shaming. Shout out to the ones that you know. Hey, just make sure your baby you feed your baby. Yeah, period. It don't eat. matter. But I mean, I was one that I'm like I breastfed, and for those who breastfed, they know that swelling, like that, oh that just un, just just unimaginable <laughs> swelling in your chest. And it was one day I'm like I came home um, like in between classes because I was still in high, uh, still in college. Man. And breastfeeding my son and my my boobs was so swollen mm, mm-hmm. and he was on it. I'm like, okay, the one that's most swollen, I'm gonna let him get that milk, let him like just bring it down. Mm. And for some reason, he moved. He moved and detached himself for the. And like when I say he got sprayed, it was like a water <laughs> hose opened wow. up on him. And I'm like, and still he's still hunting for the milk. He just like <laughs> eyes closed, but his mouth is just still open. Like I, I, I got it. I, I figured it out. And I'm like literally spraying him, and he's wow. just catching milk all in his face. But he, oh, baby. once he found the boob again, like he he was just good to go. And he matter he had like a, a milk bath, like <laughs> he just want to eat. He, he, he just still it. hunting for the food. And yeah. I just I thought that was just like the funniest. I wish somebody would have caught it on tape, but it would have had my titties in. It, so it's just, it's just miraculous <laughs> to me. It's miraculous to me that how all your maternal instincts are born. Like I remember her being a baby, and me always wondering, making sure that she was breathing. You know. Like, cause you just get this anxiety that wells up in you after your child is born. So it, it it's like you always want to make sure they're breathing. Like you, I, I remember going to her room. I couldn't even sleep. I was going to her room all night. Like, is is you breathing? Is you breathing? You know, I like that was me all night, all night. And you know what's funny? Cause somebody, a, a new mother, recently told me like, I just don't want to have the anxiety. I can't wait she gets older so I can know that she's breathing. I'm like, you. She never gets older, to be honest with you. Yeah. I still go check on my kid. 
and make sure they breathe. And my grandma used to tell me, like, when your baby born, baby, you know, you got to feel for your baby. That's in my mind, that's my grandma talk. <laughs> you got to feel for your baby, and you know, you're going to feel when they're cold, you're going to feel when they're too hot, and, and you're just going to be able to feel. I'm like, yeah, whatever, guy. And I mean, once my baby, right now, I know when my baby cold. Like I can, I can feel for her that she's cold, and it's it's a it's a very hard thing to describe. But I know when she needs cut more cover on her, and it's just it's like a miraculous connection like that mother, the mother the instinct. has. It's yeah, because you know my husband be rolling over, scratching his balls, and <laughs> oh you know. God. I, I know for sure that my baby is cold, but men don't sit don't feel the same way. You know, they like she cool. Go take her to sleep. Shit. You know, but me, I'm like, oh no, my I know she cold. I'm, I'm gonna give her some cover because I can feel it. And no matter what, I go in there and I feel her arms and they look cool. I said, see, I, I knew I'd be knowing my baby. But, but as I, as a mother, you know your child. But I mean, that's it's it's just an amazing feeling. Like even just like with my son when he was born. And I wouldn't let him sleep by himself, like, but I would literally be like on the edge, like yeah. about to if I if I make one false move, I'm on the floor. Right. Just so I can be right there, like put my hand on his chest. Yeah. See if he breathing. Like, okay, I'm hand over his nose. Yeah. I'm I'm checking. I'm constantly checking, checking, checking. Because mm-hmm. you get the the stories where, you know, kids they just literally just stop breathing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that gives you anxiety. It's the scariest thing yeah. in the world. My son has never like he he hasn't just, you know, he didn't stop breathing or whatever as a child. Mm. And but my mom had stories for me to say it was a time where I just just stopped breathing mm. and turned blue. So and it was she said it happened twice. So I was like she was like, "Yeah, so you you died twice." Oh, and wow. um, but you still here. I was like, <laughs> so dramatic. Damn. Like, <laughs> why would you say like, it like how, that? How did it, like? How did you bring me? Like, did you bring me back? Where, <laughs> right. What did you do? What happened? And she she said I uh, was like what a couple months old. I think she she said she gave me mouth to mouth. Like she put her wow. mouth over my nose and my mouth, like just to get me because I was turning blue. I think I oh maybe gosh. I was choking or Could something. Be, so yeah. she broke like just breathed into me until like the ambulance got there. Oh my I was gosh. fine, but. Imagine like a mother's feeling, feeling like your child's life is slipping away from yeah. you, and like yeah. that has to be the most terrifying feeling. Yeah. So yeah. like we mothers, we just have like this. You get this, this job. Like we are. It's. I know we. They celebrate us once. You know, one day out the year, but it's like it's. It's never not Mother's Day. We're mm-hmm. always on every day. We're always on every day. Even on Mother's Day, I'm still gonna be on because. You know, my kid is still small, so I'm at that age now. Where I still want to spend Mother's. You know, I want to spend Mother's Day with my baby, and yeah. you know, my husband and we, we make a day of it. It's, it's great if he's not on military duty because military don't care about Mother's Day. Um, but if he's not on military duty, then we get a chance to spend that that time together. And you know, now that she's older, she she understands mother. She's starting to understand. Like there's a there's a celebration going on. And so she tries to act it out, you know, so she does little things that her daddy tells her to do. And, I mean, it, it, it's great, but at the same time, I, I always reflect on the strength that you find. I was, I was still in, like, active in the military when I, when I gave birth to my daughter. And I remember going to, you know, going to work every day, you know, in, in the military, putting on a uniform, going to work, dropping her off, making sure she was safe, going to, to work all day, still thinking about her pumping while I was at work, making sure she had enough food, go pick her up from work. I like tired, dog tired. Mm-hmm. But like, you don't get a chance to be like, oh, I'm I'm tired today. I mean, as a mom, you don't get that out. You have to keep going. Like, 
whether daddy is there or not, whether whoever is there or not, whether you have help or not, moms find a way no matter what. And yeah. most moms are going to go hard for their kid no matter what. That And that is why, and I, I, I can really appreciate this generation of mothers that I, I see coming up because some of them know what it's like to not have a mom around. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not going to get emotional with this episode. I'm going to try my best. It's hard talking about mothers, right? Because they're just so amazing. But a lot of this generation knows what it's like to not have their mom around. I see them going so hard for their kids. Yeah. But I realize why. It's because their mama wasn't there, right? So, so they go like the extra mile to make sure their kids is good because they know what it's like not to have a mama there. And so they just they, they swoop in. They do these... These great things, and it, it's a lot in our generation, and and the generation probably before us, and I, I think they are amazing. I think they are some of the strongest people to ever walk the earth. Ain't yeah. nobody like a a, a a a a mother. Ain't nobody. How can you give birth and get the fuck up the next few hours? Because you got that's to. That's intense. That is intense to just give birth and then feed somebody from your own body. What? Like it's it's just oh a miraculous. God. It's a miraculous thing. I know people who gave birth and got on the phone con, okay, and still work their business after they gave birth. What? Yeah, that was me. That's crazy. I know people who gave birth went back to school three weeks three weeks later. What? Look, not even look me. Oh, like I gave I gave birth to my son over Christmas break. Wow, that's and, crazy. And when school started back, I. I was there on that, the first day. That is ludicrous. To just me. and I scheduled my classes. Just I'm like just the anticipation of his birth. I scheduled my classes with those two hour gaps in between, so I can just drive home. Pump. I'm pumping on one side, feeding him from the other side, leaving yeah. milk for my mom for when I go back to school. Mm-hmm. That she have milk for him because I'm like, and that thing that was driving me is I want to be the ultimate. Example for my kid. I want yeah. my kid to look up and be like, my mom is educated. My mm-hmm. mom is a soldier. My mm-hmm. mom is all these things, and she's like a superhero. I want. It's like you strive to be a superhero for your kid, and yeah. I feel like my mom, she's my superhero. Oh, like wow. she is literally my superhero because she doesn't have to do the things that she does for me. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to watch my son when I go away on military duty. She doesn't have to do all mm-hmm. these things that she does for me, but she. Oh shit! <laughs> uh oh! I told you it's hard to talk about I your mean, mom I'm without saying, getting I'm emotional, like she, man. She doesn't have to do all these things because she did not have that help. Yeah, she didn't have the same help that she was giving me. Mm-hmm. She had two kids and she was doing it all by herself. Um, my brother's father was slain before she even gave birth, mm. so it was just her, just us, just the three of us, and she shown. Impeccable strength. Exactly. Impeccable wow. strength that I mean, I don't even know most days where she got it from. Mm. Hard working. Mm. Mm. And it was just, she's amazing. I'm like, I don't know. Like, my mom gives me those breaks and yeah. I be needing them breaks. Yeah. Especially being a soldier, you got PTSD, you got all these things going on in your head, thinking that you're not enough, thinking that right. you're not doing enough. And as a parent, you feel like, am I being. Mm-hmm. Like that example, am I doing the right thing? Am mm-hmm. I raising them right? Am I just, you don't know. It's a lot of unknowns. There's no there's no handbook to this yeah. shit. And she's just, <laughs> she's amazing. Yeah. I love my mother. And I, love I, her. I, I can say this for you, Tanisha B. We, me and Tanisha B went to Iraq together. And she had to leave, how old was, how old was B? He was like just turned two. He had, he had just turned two when, when Tanisha B went to Iraq. Tanisha, we were we were gone for a year. We had a, a a two week leave. She she got to come home, but then had to come right back. A year at the tender age of two years old, and then while we was overseas, 
Tanisha B found out that her son uh, had autism while she was overseas. Devastated. And I remember being in Iraq. I w- I wasn't a mother at this time. I was a you know I was hot single and fancy free, and. <laughs> And watching her go through the various emotions of being a mother, going through that realization like, okay, I have to leave my child. And then the different realizations. Being in the military and having small children is is the hardest thing you could do is leave your child and go off to either war or training. The hardest thing you could possibly do. And I remember I used to have to go to training when, when Taylor was small. And it was the, I mean, you couldn't imagine the hardest thing Imagine the hardest feeling or the hardest heartache that you're going to have. That's it. Leaving your child and going off to do what you what you got to do. And I can imagine that's how celebrities feel, how, you know, like real hard working people feel when they have to go. But they got to go, right? They ain't got no choice. Like, especially in the military, we ain't got no choice. We're going to go AWOL and we're going to screw our children for life. <laughs> so, yeah. so what we do, we just we suck it up, buttercup, and, and do what we got to do and go out there and still train hard and still you know, mentor soldiers and still lead and still do what we got to do. And in in the breaks, look, I'm texting home. How my baby doing? I'm calling home. Hey, because at that time, my grandma was like super mom. Like, oh, I got the baby. I got my great grandbaby. So like, like, don't worry about it. My baby would be over there. My baby learned how to walk and I was at training and she took her first steps without me. And I was like, man, I can't believe I missed it. All this hard work I put in to make this girl walk. Ah! But then you have to also, it's, it's a lot, um, being a mom, you have to forgive yourself for those moments that you miss. Exactly. exactly. And it's it's okay. You just have to be like, look, it's okay. I'm not going to catch everything. Yeah, I missed that moment, but I, I can still see it. She's still walking. She ain't just stopped. Right. Yeah. You know, she's, she's still, still walking. Yeah. Or he's still talking. He ain't just stopped. I may have missed that word, right. but you Somebody still, got on video. We, 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 as mothers, we tend to get really hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. We we have to just be like, okay, I I forgive myself. This I'm not going to get everything. I'm not going to see everything. I'm not going to see every basketball game. I'm not going to see every yeah. recital. I'm not going to see every single thing that got going on, but I'm going to do my best. A- absolutely. And that's all about being a mom, just doing like just doing the absolute best with no with no rule book, with no parenting book, with nothing in between. Like you just just have to do your best. Absolutely, absolutely. I I think there are times where, because as mothers we hard on ourselves, and I see this a lot with my friends that I'm in the military with. You know, they come out to say all the time, like it's it's hard to find a balance between being a mom and working and and trying to make it all mesh into one. Because most moms ain't got an option whether they're gonna work and stay at home or stay at home and be with their kid. Like today, you know, and nowadays you you know it takes a two working household to make it work. Yeah. Right, so if if the you know you you with you with your husband or whatever baby daddy, then you know y'all working together to make it work. And it and a lot of moms just find it so difficult to be able to do both. But like you said, we really do have to forgive ourselves. And I had to learn this too when I was younger because I mean, and at that time I had a, I I developed an entrepreneurial mindset. Like I I didn't want to work for nobody else anymore. So I was transitioning from military because I knew they were gonna kick me out soon anyway. So I was transitioning <laughs> from military mind to starting my own stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and, and being able to be okay with starting my own venture, which means a lot of time away, because especially once you first starting and, and going throughout it, you ain't at home all the time. I mean, 
with the podcast, we ain't at home all the time. We got to figure this out every right. week. You know, every week we got to figure out, okay, child care. Make sure a kid is okay. Okay, go record for a couple hours. Go back. Make sure a kid is okay. Make sure a kid ate. Uh, babysitter, good. You know, if my grandma babysitting, make sure I make sure... All that is going on in the yeah. background. Like, we come to the mic happy and, and, and kid-free. And all bubbly. Right. But <laughs> it took work before we got to that point. Because I, I know it took work today. I'm like, I get yeah. off of work. Get your kid. Make sure you got a babysitter. Got to go get the babysitter. Got to go drop them off. Got And then get through traffic to get here. It's like, it's a lot of obstacles as a, yeah. as a mom. But, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you... Because at the end of the day, I want my baby to be able to say, you know what? My mama did her damnedest to make sure we were straight. Yeah. Like and and not that she ain't straight now because she definitely straight. Let's spoil that. But at the end of the day, you know this this ain't it. She could be more straight, and she could be more straight, and and that's the objective. Like when you got this little person that you you caring for, and even if your child is an adult, and I I, I so appreciate my grandma because I'm grown, and if I'm sick, my grandma was still gonna be like, okay, well I, I'm on my way. I'll get you some soup, and she would still come bring me soup if I'm sick. She would still come look after me when I'm sick, like. She yeah. still makes sure that I'm straight. And I'm grown. I'll be like, Grandma, I, I need to be taking care of you. Don't worry about me. It's I'm grandma. Cool. You grandma baby. She still, she would go to the ends of the earth. I mean, she ride hard for her kids too, but she would go to the ends of the earth to make sure I'm taken care of. And that that's that mother. I know she be tired. Man. And she would, still, she would act like she ain't tired just so she can come out there and bring me soup. Like, that, are you serious? That lets you know mothering it, it never stops. It never ends. Let, let me tell my mom, like, mom, feel good. I got a headache. Oh, but I come come on. What you what you need? I'm gonna rub your back. They she ready. Go run your bath okay. water. She go fix your soup. She go get you your orange juice. Make sure my mama favorite thing. Make sure you get you some warm water. <laughs> everything you can fix. Everything warm with water. some warm water. Mama, stomach hurt. Ma- well, first to get you a tall glass of warm water. <laughs> Mama's got more home remedies, the, don't they? It's just the way she said warm. It's uh, w- warm, warm water. <laughs> some warm water, and you know you you got to cramp. You, you got to cramp. Get you some warm water, <laughs> Mama. Like I, I think I'm a little constipated, so get you some warm, warm water. water. Yeah, I, I'm, I think that that military they got that stuff. Your mama Paris. told me that before. Yeah, myself. get, you, get some she warm said, get you some water. Warm I was water. constipated. I was and your baby. She was like, oh, get us some she warm needed water. to get that baby some warm, warm water. water. <laughs> it fixed everything with water. Like military. Ah, <gasps> drink water. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to pass out. Drink water. Yeah. I, I think my leg broke. Drink, drink water. water. Yeah. So, same thing with mom. So, get, it's but it's warm water. It's get warm you some. Water. Warm water. <laughs> <laughs> and all then the time. to the point, I tell my friends that, like, oh, must your, your stomach upset? So you, look, you just get you some warm water. <laughs> it just carries on. But it works. But we had, I mean, because I was coming up, my mama still gave us old remedies. So, like, I took Father John till I was like 13. I'm like, man, this shit is nasty. Like, when do I, when can I say I don't want this no more? Like, I don't care if I catch a cold. Just let me be sick. I'm okay. Like, this Father John and cod liver oil and my, my people from Mississippi. So, it was just like random old remedies that I didn't understand. Like, cod liver oil what and was- Father John. And, you know, of course, vinegar heal everything. Vinegar. I was just going to no, say that. Like, you, you parents are going to Go in there and gargle with some, uh, some vinegar and salt. What? Like, <laughs> gargle with vinegar and salt? Is that going to stop my throat from hurting? Yeah, absolutely. Right away. And, and it, I mean, it didn't, but you told him it did because you felt bad. Like, yeah, really? Because you didn't know what was next. Like, vinegar and salt, what's next? Bleach? I'm good. I'm feeling great. <laughs> you didn't put enough salt in. That's why your throat burned. Exactly. Oh, okay. They used to make me gargle with peroxide. I'm like, peroxide? Oh. But it, now, peroxide does work. Frequent. I, I, I hate to admit this. That's but intense. If you gargle with peroxide and you got a sore throat, it will wipe that sore throat out. 
Uh, here's my disclaimer. I am not a doctor. If you have a sore throat, please see your uh, physician. Yes. So that <laughs> I, I, yes, I got that. I mean, I'm just mortified. I'm like, they're going to call me like, I, I, I got peroxide and, I, and, and my son uh, had problems the next day. It's like so. The, the uh, they go send you a DM and be like, so it started with poison control, <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, he doesn't have a sore throat, but we had to get sued. his stomach pumped. So uh, that's my disclaimer. I'm not a doctor. Don't listen to what I'm saying. I'm just saying what these old people told me. These geriatrics to get me through life. Now, are you still here? See, look at that. Yeah, I didn't did all type of crazy stuff. I ate dirt in Mississippi because my grandma told me to eat that Mississippi red clay. <laughs> and, and here I'm going Literally picking up Off the sidewalk They probably was like It's a, a little sweet I see what you're saying Yeah but I don't <laughs> <laughs> I think they was probably Like spoken for Like watch 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 Little baby will eat it Look at it look at, look. In the south Boy we used to go to the south They'd be like Yeah just go ahead Pick the fig off the tree Fig dirty Got all type of We just put the dirt off Like that and just eat the fig Just like that just, Yeah It's sort of a quiet taste But I mean you know I like figs <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> That's how we were like, growing up. But anyway. But you know, I wanted to speak real like just real quick, like uh all the mothers. So you don't have to give um I feel like you can still get that that recognition as on Mother's Day, even if you didn't bore the child yourself. Absolutely. Even if you didn't give birth to a child yourself. It's it's for those kids that's in your life that you're nurturing, you're raising, you putting Absolutely. good uh char- like just teaching them how to have good character, having good morals point. and integrity. All those people that, I mean, you could be stepmom, you could be auntie, you can be grandma, you can be that really close friend of the family that's in your kid's life when their mother, their biological mother is not there. For all those women that stepped up to be in a child's life, to to guide them, to, to nurture them. like that. And then even also a special uh, shout out goes to those mothers who... Children didn't quite make it into the world. Absolutely. For those little angels, you shout out in much love and light to you all too, because you all are still mothers. They're gonna go through, yeah. So. And also the ones who have who whose mothers are no longer with them. Yes. You know, this past this Mother's Day, you know, and it's I, hard for them. Our, de- our definite prayers are with you and, and thoughts and good vibes to you know be able to make it through this holiday, thinking about the good times that you had with you know your mom. So, you know, definitely Mother's Day is a is a heart is it 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 pulls at the heartstrings, but at the same time, I mean, I'm excited about this Mother's Day because you know my kid is finally understanding. So I'm like, you know, I feel real good about it. Like, okay, you get Mother's Day. It's yeah. my day. I'm the boss. You know, I feel I'm gonna be like that. I'm gonna sit in the recline. I ain't gonna do nothing on Sunday. I'm gonna sit down and watch Game of Thrones and chill. Okay, and be like, okay. Okay. Wait, wait. Go, uh, 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 go get my remote. Go get the remote control. Oh my god! I'm waiting for that. Go and get that remote control and bring me a freeze prop. Uh, uh. I'm waiting for that special plant. (laughs) You know they gotta give you those little special plants. Those plants and those uh little glitter Mother's Day cards with their picture. Yeah. Take a picture, put the kids' picture, and they got the little plant that that's yeah. probably gonna. She's been working on it all week, so whatever this is, yeah. it's gonna be great. Cause she she been really, literally, legitly working on whatever she gonna give me for Mother's Day. Yeah. We got all week since Monday. We have to fake love it. I mean, it's, okay. I, it's no fake about it. I, I, I I'm gonna them. love it. Some of be kind of hideous. I'm just saying. My, my son is ten now, so it was all like, "Oh my god, it's so cute," and now it's like, "Oh, thanks, son. Oh my god, it's so great." You'd be like, oh, "Okay, let me just put this shit away." After after so. seven years of getting it, you want them all like, "Yeah, okay. I, mean, I don't want the same That's thing." That's how fathers feel when they get the same tie over and over again. Or like, same oh, cup. Oh, tie. Thanks, son. Yeah. <laughs> oh, another tie. Thanks. 
So I think that's how that's how fathers feel on Father's Day. We go yeah. we go get we go we gonna talk about fathers on Father's Day. Yeah. Because we ain't gonna be able to get in the restaurant on Mother's Day, but Father's Day, you know, they gonna be they, wide open. They're gonna be pretty it's open. Cool. <laughs> but anyway, and we're gonna talk about being daughters and with the relationship between daughters and fathers. I think that's important. Yeah. Anyway, happy. I said I was there to say happy, happy Mother's Day to all happy the mothers, mothers out there holding it down, doing great things. Taking care of your children, and this will be a trailer. So we'll release this on Mother's Day, and then on Tuesday, we uh, we won't release the episode on Tuesday, but we will have a new episode coming up. And Tanisha B might have to work on Mother's Day. Yeah, man. So, so send her some good stops. thoughts. Military life never stops. She yeah. she got to be in the military on yeah. Tuesday. So happy Mother's Day, everybody. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Hold it down. We love you Hold all. it down. Hold Beautiful it down ladies. on Mother's Day. Uh, hold it down. Yeah. Hold it down. Hold it down on Mother's Day. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Wrap okay. okay, it up, Okay, okay. That's all I got. Uh, Tanisha B., <laughs> If you got a, if you got a great Mother's Day story, you're doing something amazing on Mother's Day, you want us to know about it. Let us know what you're doing, Tanisha B. How can they reach us? Oh, oh no! Hey, battles! You can reach us at Combat Divas Podcast on Instagram as well as YouTube. Combat Divas Pod One on our Twitter account. Combat Divas Podcast at gmail.com. Combat Divas Podcast on our Facebook page. We'll see you all there. Bye. Combat divas, stomp your left, right, left, combat divas.